baseball, and whatever with your host, Justin McAwee. Because I was on campus and I had to appear like I was one of the cool kids, I would put the Star Wars book inside one of my textbooks so it looked like I was just studying for class. <laughs> All right, look, there's only one return, okay? And it ain't of the king, it's of the Jedi. Vincent Francis Jenkins aboard. I'm a glorified fact checker. Last I checked, the most runs in a game wins. Actually, I am a fact checker. And Greg Probst. If you look at most Bond fans movie rankings, they have Casino Royale and Majesties in their top two. For me, these actually rank in the bottom part of my list. I mean, I love them, but they don't compare to Diamond Club Forever. No, stop getting Bond wrong! All right, everybody. Hello. You'd think after this many weeks of using StreamYard, I would finally remember to hit the right buttons at the right time. But anyway, uh, thank you. Ah, damn. We're off to a banging start right now, Vinny. Uh, if you have never tuned in, hi, I'm Justin. There's Vinny. Uh, Greg is on assignment, taking a little much-needed break. So we'll be seeing him shortly, hopefully down the road. Uh, this week on Baseball and Whatever, episode 66. I can't believe we've made it to 66 episodes. I feel like I'm going to start repeating either. all my shitty stories, Vinny. I don't know about you. You've already done that. I already have. Yeah, it's it's. Yeah. <laughs> that's. I feel bad for Erica. We've been together for like almost 14 years. I just start telling a story, and she's like, "Yeah, I heard that one already." And that's. I mean, that this is a year and a half compared to 14 years. It's it's been a while. So I'm pretty sure that's just marriage and getting older, Justin. Yeah, it I might mean, be. I mean, now that you're a father, too, that's just going to be – that's part of your repertoire, well, retelling in, the same story over <laughs> and over and over. I'm going to sit on my – you know, is. start talking about my lawn to people and stuff like that. But no, um, anyway, hey, everybody. Happy almost Friday. If it is Friday when you're listening to this, happy Friday. Today's episode, we're going to talk baseball. we got plenty of Cubs, White Sox. we got our regularly scheduled who's hot and who's not in the MLB. we got a little Bears talk because they are still playing right now, if I'm not mistaken, against Seattle. Yep. Does that sound right? Uh, I know Justin Fields, I think, was five for seven in his, his uh, passing accuracy. I think yep. I could be wrong. That was it. Yep. He only played a yards. handful. Yeah. So we'll talk about that. And then uh, our topic for this week, we are going to try and count down or rank our favorite female musicians, bands, singers, groups, all the above. Um, I don't know. I looked at the list that we have of our topics. Vinny, was this one of your ideas or was this a Greg it idea? Was. It All right. My idea. So it's been it's been a long time coming. So here we go. So um, I have been retinkering with my list. I actually, while I was running on the treadmill today, I had like a YouTube playlist of uh, female rock bands and rock singers because I was trying to make sure I had my list settled. So I think I'm ready to go. But I'm not shocked that you've been tinkering with your lineup. I've been tinkering. Yes. Uh, no. No ties. No ties this week, though, Vinny. Oh, so, shocking. So I know you're you're in luck. Uh, if you are listening to the first time, thank you for tuning in. You can find a variety of ways. First of all, we have the video version of the podcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash baseball and whatever. If you're also into Twitch, you can also find us at twitch.tv slash baseball and whatever. You can find us on Twitter at baseball and what. I think we're almost up to 800 followers now, if I'm not mistaken. Close to it. I think like 760, really? 770. Yeah, you're, you're working looking. your... You're working your butt off over there, Vinny. Uh, you can also you can also email us at baseballandwhatever at gmail.com, and you can find us on a variety of podcast apps, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Google, Anchor, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Apple Music, um, Amazon Music. Friends? 
belly up and friends. Yes, uh, thank you very much. Yes, this is all uh, courtesy of our wonderful host and sponsor, Belly Up Sports. Check them out at bellyupsports.com. And you can now search the Belly Up and Friends podcast uh, feed on any of your podcast apps of choice, and you will get all of their shows, including ours, on there as well. So don't just subscribe to our show. Subscribe to the Belly Up and Friends podcast stream as well. We would greatly appreciate it. Tell them Justin and Vinny sent you. They'll probably say who. And then exactly. You know, exactly. Anyway. Uh, oh, and before I forget, there's also the Texan voicemail line is one nine one three eight oh eight three two seven eight. That number again is one nine one three eight oh eight fart. All right. Um we have we are on episode sixty-six, so like always, we try and recount the famous, infamous, or just plain boring and dull athletes that wore the number sixty-six in Chicago sports. It's getting progressively harder and harder. Uh, but here we go. Vinny, I'm going to start off with the Cubs because that is the only 66s I was able to remember. And I noticed that Greg uh, rode in on the Google Doc as well. He had the same two as me. We had Rafael Ortega, who is center fielder extraordinaire. Uh, he hasn't been playing as much lately, I've noticed, though. I think just too because... Too many blondes on the, the base path. Yes. Not not good. Not good. No. So, uh, And then the other one from, I believe it was from the 2016, 2016 season... Uh, and I know Greg mentioned this one, and that is Minori Kawasaki. Uh, Good job. I you really got the year and the player right. Yes, I really liked him. I remember he. I don't. I think he only played like a handful of games with the Cubs. He was in Iowa for a while, but I know he was kind of a. I don't know if I'd call him a fan favorite, but he was definitely like a clubhouse favorite. It seemed. Yep. Uh, I remember. That. And I know Greg mentioned in in the Google Doc here that he was still fully suited in his uniform during the World Series in the dugout and celebrating on the field when they won. He is now still playing in Japan, by the way. Interesting. All right, I White I, Sox. I don't remember him being in his full uniform. In no, the I don't. Game. I don't remember that either. I just remember like whenever they wanted a good soundbite, they would go to him because he seemed like a a, a fairly personable and funny guy. From what I remember, but um, yeah, yeah I, I just remember him in spring training, and they, yeah, like the the players were going crazy for him. Yeah, so oh, <laughs> uh, that that season seems like such a long time ago now. It does ancient history. Um, in terms of the whites, oh, was there any other Cubs that I missed? Rafael Dolis, two thousand eleven. I want to say maybe he was Dallas? a reliever. He had been a reliever, maybe. I'm that... gonna say yes. He was a okay. pitcher. I don't remember anything about him, but I do remember. He's currently anything. on the White Sox. No way, really. That, that was his last. It says team White Sox in the oh. minors on the seven day IL. So okay. Yeah, uh, la- last Greg. pitched in the majors for the Toronto uh, Blue Jays. Nice. Okay, that's that's a deep cut. I did not know that. Um, yeah. Greg wrote in. He said the White Sox. He had Jose Ruiz. Who I honestly don't know. Uh, let's see. Michael Enoa. And Yasiel Puig during that time. I thought he would be a Sox. So Yasiel Puig. I was going to say Yasiel Puig was never a White Sox, was he? No. <laughs> Greg's, Greg's oh, he throwing in. He's, he's, uh, he's, he's doing th- that just to mess with me. He knows yeah. how much I don't like that guy. I, I know you're not a fan. The, the, the bat licking really uh, does a number for Weirdo. you, right? Not a fan. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so those are the ones that Greg had for the White Sox. I don't know. Are there any others for the White Sox? Chris Volstad wore it 2017. I remember him being a Marlin and being horrible. He was with the Cubs too. Do you mm-hmm. remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought he was, I thought that was going to be some good reclamation project and 
No, yeah, because I want to say not. not that wins and losses are the end all be all for pitchers, but I remember he was like five and sixteen with the Marlins, and then the White, and then the Cubs got him. So yeah, he was bad with the mm-hmm. he was bad with the Cubs too. Yeah, mm-hmm. not good. Um, Ray Olmedo, Olmedo, okay, Olmedo maybe. I think I remember yeah. him. Shane Lindsay, that does not ring a bell. Mark Del Sandro, no. Mike Heat. Heathcott? No. 1998? No. no. Gary Staley? Nope. And Bill Cox? No. <laughs> no? Real okay. real strong manly man there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it? All right, so we got White Sox. I know we talked about before the show, we got no Bulls, no Blackhawks. You said there was one bear, I believe? One bear. Retired number. Okay. Really? Hall of Famer. Yep. Should I know this? You should. No, you shouldn't know this. Uh, this I was guy gonna... played in 1940 to 1952. Oh. It is none other than Bulldog Turner. He played center, tackle, linebacker, and guard. He was a jack of all trades. Sounds like it. Good yeah. for him. Yeah. Uh, he, he, uh, he, and his number's retired? Yeah. He wore, really? Yeah. Only guy to wear it for the Bears. Yeah. Hall of Famer, wow. four-time I... uh, Pro Bowl, seven-time All-Pro. I have no, I have never even heard him referenced like in, in passing. You know what I mean? Four time wow. NFL champ. Yeah. I've never heard of this guy. I wonder hmm. if Pretzel Vince has heard of him, but if yeah. If Pretzel I, Vince is listening, he's going to have to write in and tell us if, uh, he's if, got, uh, eight, eight interception or he, let's see, he finished his career with, uh, 17 interceptions, uh, two touchdowns on defense, five fumble recoveries uh one touchdown from a fumble recovery and that's about as far as his stats go so okay. i'm All sure right. he was a real bulldog on the field <laughs> and that's zing must be how he got his nickname <laughs> Um, all right. We have, uh, no Texas week, but we did get a few YouTube comments and, uh, man, I tell you, Greg's not even, uh, making an appearance this week and he's still doing work in the, um, in the Google doc. So good on him. Uh, would you like me to read these YouTube comments or would you like to read them, Vinny? Go ahead. All right. All right. So from YouTube, we have user R. Beneski. Uh, uh, previously, when MLB The Show 2022 came out, uh, Greg posted a bunch of videos from his PS5. Uh, R. Beneski asks here, are the City Connect, avail- uh, City Connect jerseys available in franchise off the bat, or do you have to unlock them? Uh, and Greg responded, all City Connects are available in franchise right away. No need to unlock them. The Field of Dreams uniforms for the Cubs and Reds are also available. That is true. Uh, the last time I had some time, I actually did the Cubs and Reds game at the Field of Dreams Stadium for like half an hour before I went to bed a couple weeks last week. So nice. Mm-hmm. Did you win? Uh, no. Oh, I didn't oh. say I'm good at the game. I just play it. Okay. Yeah, I'm the pitching. I love the pitching, but I'm horrible at it. The way they got it set it up. Uh, and then we also have another YouTuber, Danielle Tabor on MLB The Show. Uh, he said that they just added Under Armour catching gear the other day. Just need the Force 3 and Mizuno catching gear as well as the Nakona fielding gloves. I'll be honest. To me, that is all a bunch of uh, gibberish. Gibberish. But thankfully, Greg wrote in and said, yes, it took them long enough. Check carefully, though. You will notice the UA4 helmet and the chest protector are still unedible color-wise. Under Armour shin guards, you can edit. The hack for this, select a different piece of branded equipment, customize it to your liking, switch it back to Under Armour gear, and the colors will be updated. Leave it to San Diego Studios to only get shit half right. 
Force 3 is a must, has to be in 23, or San Diego Studios building might as well burn to the ground with Ramon Russell inside. I think that's the wow. head producer. I'm fine at Mizuno replaced Marucci. Nakono gloves are beautiful, and I would definitely love to see them. You know, I have never met someone more passionate about baseball, and in particular MLB The Show, than Greg Probst. So, Greg, thank you. All right. Uh, I... I got a hot take, Vinny, and uh, this kind of stemmed from your uh, Twitter comment. So let's go to the hot takes. All right. Greg's hot takes. Now you want to get nuts? Come on. Hell yeah. All right. Want to get nuts? Come on. Let's get nuts. All right. Uh, If I'm not mistaken, Vinny. I believe it. God, the days are all starting to blur together. I believe it was this afternoon you retweeted or quote tweeted quote tweeted somebody that was asking about movies that you just don't get. Was that was that the gist of it? Yes, it wasn't. Okay. It wasn't don't get, but you think are over. They're critically claimed movies that you think are overrated. Yes, and the, okay, so this is perfect. And I saw you mentioned Avatar, which I am going to hop on the Avatar hate uh, train here. Good. I saw that movie once. Uh, I think someone else tweeted it's Pocahontas in 3D, pretty much. He's your cousin. Yeah, my cousin that I don't know. I don't know how he has my last name. But anyway, um, yeah, he, he tweeted that, yeah, it's 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 really just it's Pocahontas in like a, a, a highly futuristic setting. Um, that movie's not good. It's, no, it's, it's not. I don't understand. I really think the hype for that movie was that was when the whole 3D thing was mm-hmm. going strong and I, okay uh, this is i'm already sounding like an old man i am so glad that fad died because i hated having to wear those goggles i got nothing out of 3d movies i don't know about you yeah i i didn't yeah i'm I'm glad that they got rid of the the glasses although they still do 3d don't they they occasionally i think they do like maybe for yeah. certain types of movies that are more um i don't know apropos of that i guess but yeah, I I hated it. It always gave me a headache too. Um, and it was so damn expensive to to pay for the three. Granted, it's like two three bucks more, but you still know. Expen- I mean, you're still paying what fifteen bucks to go see a movie. Yeah, and then you got to get popcorn and treats, and you know, back in my day, movie theaters were a nickel. Um, so yeah, so I'm gonna hop on that. Avatar <laughs> is horrible. Uh, and then Avatar two is coming out. I guess it got delayed till next year. And then I looked up on IMDb. They are filming and in post production for Avatar two, three, four, and five. So who who green five of those? Five of them. Yes. Who greenlit two? Okay, fine. You want to do two? That's fine. You could even justify three, like a Back to the Future thing where they film two and three together and then they release them. You know, or like they, yeah. with, was it the Harry Potter last Harry Potter movie or whatever? Yeah. But. Three, four and five, like, I, I, doesn't anyone look at this and be like, the reason this made a billion dollars was because of 3D, and we're not going to have that to fall back on. The, the people are going to see these movies are awful, right? Like, yeah. And James Cameron is would, so gung ho about it. Wait for the second one to. I mean, unless they fell in love with the script or something, it's going to be somewhat amazing. But I mean, you would think they would be like, well, maybe let's wait and see after, you know, green light, maybe two and maybe three and just kind of wait and see. But I guess because it made so much money the first time around, they just kind of decided to go ahead and say, you can make all five. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, and, and then the other thing I was reading about it, because I did like a, I fell into like a rabbit hole of Avatar after I saw your stuff. Oh, that's and terrible. I'm I sorry. know it was, it was a nightmare for like the three minutes I gave to it, but uh uh, supposedly Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver, who was in the first movie, who I had to be reminded was she? she was, she plays like the science, one of the scientists. And then 
she has like her own whatever the blue was it the navi why do i remember that that's really depressing the she had like come out of her stomach in this one close that that's that's avatar 2 i believe avatar okay. sorry uh <laughs> that's the sequel um <laughs> But supposedly she died in the first one, which I have no recollection of her dying in it. I just remember her character. I don't but even they, remember her in it. But they cast her again, and she's playing a totally different character. It's like, you can't. how do you get away with doing that? Like, she died, and now you're going to bring her on, and she's just going to play another character, and no one's going to bat an eye. Like, that just seems so well, stupid. I mean, we will, Justin. We're I, I know. Boo hockey. Boo, you're right. You're right. So I don't know. I just I saw that uh, Greg also chimed in on our Google Doc. He said he agrees. Uh, he seconds this. James Cameron and Avatar are dumb. And don't get me wrong. James Cameron did Terminator. I love Terminator. James Cameron also did Titanic. I don't like that movie at all. But um, you don't like Titanic. I like the second half when it's actually a movie about the Titanic sinking and not a love story. The first half yeah. I, I could care less about. But but yeah. Okay. I, mean, I don't it's know. Not, that's... It's not a great movie. I mean, it's 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 no okay. Again, it's one of those movies that kind of rides more on the special effects than the yeah. story of it. Yeah, I just remember. That old I think lady, I was she's in... just a liar, isn't she? She is. She made all of them go down there for what? And then she throws the necklace away. What the hell? Right? You know, it's, it's bullshit. Um, it is. Yeah, that movie. That movie was. Cr- I remember people were losing their mind when that came out. I think I was in sixth grade, and. Okay. I remember going to like Blockbuster and it was two VHSs. I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. And it wasn't that great, at least for my under my yeah. recollection. But anyway, <laughs> I will still argue there was room on that door for Jack. Anyway, let's move on, though. There was. There was. Thank you. Uh, before we get to the actual sports talk, we'd like to thank our continuous partner in the clutch for joining up here with us on baseball and whatever in the clutch is an awesome sports apparel company that is known for their licensed MLB Negro league and MLS apparel, along with great shirts to rep your favorite retro hockey, baseball, and football teams. Even better. If you had to in the clutch.com right now and at checkout, you can use promo code baseball and what to get 10% off your order. How awesome is that? So once again, head to in the clutch.com, pick out a shirt that you like, add the promo code baseball and what all one word and you will get 10% off your order thanks again to the ladies and gents over at in the clutch we appreciate it all right let's get to the baseball stuff baseball welcome back to major league baseball sort of taking a look at chicago's two favorite teams and other happenings around the mlb all right i i feel for White Sox fans, let's start with the White Sox talk. I don't know if the White Sox are in it, if they're finally making their run, or if they're going to fall apart because they, I think they had what, five five in a row? Does that sound right? Five in a row, yes. Five in a row. They had that amazing game the other night. I even tuned it in, tuned in and not, was watching it. Not the it. other night. Not the other night. It was uh, two nights ago. Two nights ago. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is it. Like, you know, Tony La Russa and, and Rick Hahn and, and Kenny Williams have been saying, you know, just wait. When we get hot, watch out. I'm like, this is I'm like they they actually knew what they were talking about. This is it. This is their moment. They're going to take it. Minnesota has fallen off the train or fallen off the tracks, whatever analogy I'm trying to use here. Cleveland's kind of wishy-washy. This is their moment. And then now they look like crap again. Two losses. Two, Two losses. losses. Yeah. So, I mean, I, where do you think they're at, Vinny? They're they are who they are, as Denny <laughs> Green would say. They are who we thought they were. They're they're a five hundred ish team. This, I mean, they've been this way since the the end of uh, 
um, the All Star Game last year. Yeah, this is just kind of who they are. And yes, the, you know, everybody was banging the drum that they won five straight, which is you know that's great. They needed to do that, but it was against the Tigers. They won three straight against the yeah. Tigers. Not when good. you have Javi Baez swinging at pitches in the dirt mm-hmm. or hitting pop-ups off of a bounce pitch, did you see that one? <laughs> I did see that. It wasn't good. Poor Javi. That's not that's not anything to I mean, yes, it was good, but as Greg said, you know, you need to pay attention. How were they scoring runs? They weren't hitting home runs. That's what they should be doing. That's what you want to see. They really weren't hitting home runs. Mm-hmm. And yes, they had two nice wins against the Astros, but you know, a blo- broken clock is right twice a day. It's true. Uh, blind squirrel finds a nut. It, you know, they are you, you in a 162 game season. It is 162, right? Yes. Unless the Cubs are playing the Brewers, and it's then it's 163. 163. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, in a 162 game season, you're gonna have games like that where you do happen to put it together and beat a good team. I mean, look at the the Athletics did just sweep the Astros what a month ago. Mm-hmm. So it happens. Um, and then yeah two two straight losses uh yesterday it was a close one today wasn't even close at all it was uh almost a football score maybe they're just honoring the bears playing for the day and they just wanted to give the fans a preview of what a a football score is going to look like i you know that's what this team is Uh, i they added elvis andres today yes uh, i saw that i saw people were excited about that 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 was a good move Eh, like yeah he's He's a career eighty OPS plus player. I he's was he know, a free old. agent or was he on a waiver? He was DFA'd. Wire? DFA'd. Yeah. Okay. He was DFA'd. His best years are behind him. I mean, he's a one point yeah. two WAR player, so he's better than a, a replacement player. Yeah. But I, does that really move the needle? Is he is he really gonna you know? He's got eight home runs on the year. He's you know probably right in the middle of the pack on most of the yeah, players. For the whites, yeah. This, well, and I remember Sox. his his best days were what in Texas, right? Isn't that yeah. kind of when he was his at his best? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was twenty twenty was his last year with Texas. I mean, that makes me good. think is t- well, Tim Anderson's going to be out for a while, and Le- you know, everyday Leori uh, is on the injured list I think, for seven days. So maybe that's going to be longer. I don't know, and that's why. Yeah. But man, I feel I don't know. I've I saw some Sox fans online get really excited for that, and I'm like, I don't know. That's, I mean, it's kind of like scraping the bottom of the barrel, if you ask me. Yeah. But more yep. power to yeah, them. I so I don't get it, but I mean, whatever. Maybe they can squeeze what's you know what's left out of them. You know, he put put them in a, a playoff hunt, and you know, guys guys start you know performing better when they have that that uh, that opportunity to possibly play in october so that's true we'll see that's true hopefully it does work out for him but i, I yeah it's that it's <laughs> greg uh greg wrote in uh he said this is so predictable he knew it yes please add more bad baseball players to the team don't hate the move entirely just knew they would do this nothing personal white socks but go fuck yourself <laughs> Man, poor Greg. Greg. He needs he needs a win. We need a White Sox, a winning White Sox team for him because he he needs it. He deserves it. You it's know, not gonna and, happen with Tony. Well, no, that that's, that's you got true. the fans who are who are telling Tony what to do. Did you? See yeah, that I one? saw that. So one of the fans was yelling at Tony Larusa to make a certain move. Is that what happened? The, and then the Tony did uh, Adam Engel uh, for uh, Eloy. Um, Eloy was on second, and yeah, the fan told, "Hey, Tony." 
pinch pinch run angle there and and then tony did i don't think tony could hear the guy but no but it makes for a good story But the guy was close enough where maybe he could have if the stadium was silent and the guy was yelling but yeah (laughs) it's a possibility you know a possibility you never you never know yeah i mean uh i know you have on here uh vinnie parisi from fansided said the Sox are not done trying to add and improve their roster but i mean i feel like no no team should ever be done, right? Like, especially if you're in the playoff hunt, you should always be scouring that, you know, who gets DFA'd and who's available. And yeah, I don't I, know. I, I, Sox fans are thinking that they might call up uh, Oscar Colas. Yes, uh, from Double A, right? Yeah, he just got struck out by, um, uh, was it DJ Hers from the, the Cubs? From the Cubs minor leagues, yeah. yeah. I did, I did see that. It took him 45 seconds or 49 <laughs> seconds to, to strike him out. Uh, it wasn't our, on three pitches either. Oh, well, hey, you know, it's not, it's not, I'll take it. Uh, our boy Glucose in the chat says Greg should become a Mariner fan. Yes, Glucose, I am still pulling for your Mariners. That is my, my second team at the moment. I'm still pulling for the Padres too, but I, they don't really need my help. Like I think the Mariners might you're, down the you're road. You're not so. pulling for the Cubs? You don't think the Cubs are going to make that wild card spot? No. Somebody, I saw uh, a bet. Somebody put down, I think a hundred dollars on a Cubs to win the world series bet. And like the payout would have been like a hundred grand. Wow. I'm like that's great, but you just threw a hundred dollars away because yeah. they are not they are not making it. But no. But what what are you gonna do? Um, a couple other White Sox tidbits. Uh, the other thing I don't know if you saw this. I think it was last night, Vinny. Uh, a kid jumped onto the field at guaranteed rate and was running around on the field with the players. I've never seen a was kid that do Drake that. Drake Laroche. It might might have been. He's trying to get back. Or it's uh, who were the two goons, the father and son? Was it the Legee, Legoo brother, Legoo oh, family? Yeah. Legee? Maybe it was a long lost relative of them. But yeah, but like supposedly uh, I was reading different accounts of it online. And again, who knows how, how true these accounts are. But supposedly somebody was sitting behind the parents and the parents are the ones who planned this. They they told the kid to go like they wanted the publicity, supposedly. And if that's the case, uh being a parent now that is the stupidest thing i think right. you could do right like why oh, yeah. why would you encourage your child to not only break the law now granted you might say okay of all the laws you're gonna break is that really that bad of one no it's it's a victimless crime besides wasting time you know but what does that say to like everyone else because and then i saw the the security like had him by the wrist gently walking him to yeah. like wherever you know the the bowels of guaranteed rate field are i don't know but um <laughs> You know, I saw our buddy Herb Lawrence from CHGO. He's like, they should have tackled that little asshole and, and you know, treated him like he right? was an adult, you know? And I'm like, yeah, I guess you're not wrong. Like, in, in the parents, I feel like, are the ones that really, if if it's true, oh, that they yeah. were, even if they weren't egging him on, like, you should be responsible for your kid, especially oh, when it's sure. a little kid. You know what I mean? For like, sure. I don't know. That just, it really, being a parent now, that really bugged me. I don't, I don't know about yeah. you, but it, it I mean, really... Yeah, I. They were nice. I mean, it, there's no way they could could have tackled that kid. No, 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 no. I know. Their hands. I know. Um, yeah, because if I he would have gotten hurt, they would be in big trouble. Right. Yeah, and I mean, really, what what danger does a kid pose to the players? No, I mean, none. I mean, none. This could potentially open it up for kids, you know, being a danger to the players. We'll, you know, we'll see. But I, you know, I doubt the the players are in much grave danger no, with no. the little kid running around on the field. But <laughs> I think the parents should be banned for life for yeah, sure. Yeah, I think I think that's uh, a fair fair you assumption. Know, I think that would definitely. I mean, there's there's no point to it to waste everybody's time. You got to get the player off the field, and yeah, especially if they're egging 
egging it on and they're yeah that's, they're encouraging it that's just ridiculous now you're going to have potentially more morons uh yep. plenty of moron parents out there oh god yeah egg their kids on for that 15 minutes of fame and you know post it to their tiktoks or whatever and you know try to get their likes and subscribes and you know it's yeah it just ban the parents be hard on the parents yeah you know the kids kid's dumb but he's not i don't think he's old enough to no you know no i mean yeah well and and like you said like you need to make an example not not like you said not necessarily of the kid but like if this goes un unchallenged on whatever like then you're gonna have like you said there's plenty of idiot stupid parents uh there's plenty of idiot stupid people in general uh that will be like oh you know let's get our 15 minutes of fame run around on the screen you know or so we can get you on the screen go run around i just yeah, I don't know. It's it's stupid, but yep. I don't know. I'm the one sitting in a basement and they're at the game, I guess. I don't know. But uh, all right. Well, I don't have – do you have any other White Sox uh, stuff I, we need to get to? I don't. No, it'll be interesting to see what happens against this uh, cl- the, against the Cleveland Guardians. Yeah. I was say, I, Cavaliers, that's the wrong <laughs> Cleveland team. I knew it wasn't Indians. I'm like, oh, what Cleveland I just, team are I just, they now? I, that Joe Kim Noah quote just rained. Like, you ever been to Cleveland? Who goes to Cleveland for fun? You know, I don't know. But right? that's just me. I'm sure it's a <laughs> lovely town. All right. Uh, let's get to the Cubs. Uh, Vinny, stop me if you've heard me say this before, but I'm I'm starting to get a little optimistic for the Cubs next season. I I don't know. I don't know what's come over me lately, but like. Adrian Sampson had a quality start, you know, five and two thirds. Uh, Keegan Thompson continues to shove in, um, mm-hmm. you know, Justin Steele, not too bad. Had a rough outing. Was it his last outing or two outings ago that kind of got, yep. got hit up a little bit. But I, I mean, I was looking back at his stat, his stat lines. Like he's only had like two or three rough outings and for a rookie, like that's, or not a rookie, but for someone who's pretty like young, that's, not, that's yeah. not bad. That's not bad. Nope. So, um, I'm pretty excited. The other thing I'm really excited are excited for next season if they keep him around, and I hope they do, is uh, friend Mio Reyes is killing yep. it as a cub. Holy cow! I am shocked. I know when they picked him up, um, everyone talked about how he was fairly good. You know, he, he had potential. He was decent a couple seasons ago in Cleveland, and he kind of lost his way. Uh, since he's come to the Cubs in seven games, he has a hit in every game. He's hitting 367, 367 on base, and a 733 uh, slugging with two homers, three doubles, one triple, five RBIs, and that's all done in 30 at-bats. So Impressive. Sm- small sample size, don't get me wrong, but um, I love it. Like that, That's awesome. And, I mean, I guess, I, I don't know, besides DH, does he play any other position or is that it? I, I, I want to say I mean, first base, he, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I think he's has DH. registered as a first ba- baseman, but yeah, he's he's a DH guy, and yeah. they'll keep him for two more years. They have him under control. They have him for two under more control years. So unless he bottoms out. They'll, yeah, he'll be back next year for sure. So yeah, so like that was that was awesome. I, I thought it was really cool. They interviewed him. I think it was yesterday. Uh, they were asking him, you know, you know how he's en- is he enjoying his time as a Cub, and he said, of course, yes. Uh, my confidence went from 20% to like over 120%. The way they treat me here in Chicago, the way they let me play, they just let me be me. It is special to be here. So, you know, when that idea gets out, maybe that helps. It's, you know, it's different here as the Wrigley Field uh, motto is this season or the Cubs motto is this season, slogan, yep. whatever the hell you want to call it. But um, yeah, that it just, it made me happy. It It made me really happy that like, 
I can kind of see the gears starting to turn on what this team might be in the future. Um, now, if they let Contreras and Hap go, I feel like that automatically creates two more holes that you got to plug with with prospects. I guess I don't know. Um, well, I don't know well, what I, What do you think? Yeah, I, I think you're you're right to be optimistic. I'm always the optimistic one on this podcast. I so. know, Mister First Place on uh, the division this year. Uh, yeah, that didn't. <laughs> I'm never going to let you live that one down. Uh, that's okay. Um, but. I mean, there's a lot of negative stuff going on about, oh, you know, free agents aren't going to want to come here. I never understood that. Um, You know, a lot of, you know, you Darvish was saying a lot of positive things to say a Suzuki during the, the, you know, when they were trying to sign him just because they didn't sign the core and they traded him away. Doesn't mean that the Cubs treat their players like crap. Yeah. They offered them fair contracts. Their contracts were very similar to what uh they the the, the core ended up signing for. They traded them away all to playoff contending teams and in areas where they wanted to be and for Javi wanting to play with Francisco Lindor, they traded him yep. to play with his best friend. They did right by the players. I I never understood the the, you know, the the people that would hang on to that and say, well, the, the Cubs treat their players like crap because they didn't sign them. They didn't give them what they wanted. That doesn't mean they treat them like crap. It's a business. The players yeah. know that, you know, and that's just what it is. The players understand that it's a business, that the, you don't come to agree, agreement. It doesn't mean that, you know, they hate you. You know, it, unfortunately, after the trades happen, you know, there's a little bickering back and forth between Jed and Rizzo. Sure. That happens, but yeah. I, it wasn't anything really that bad and, you know, damaging, I would say, mm. to, you know, the Cubs front office. But people wanted to look at that and they were hanging their hat on that. Uh, you know, the players like it in in Chicago. Um, you know, it's a, it's a, you know, a good fan base, I'll say. You know, mm-hmm. there's always those, you know. Goofy, what, goofy, yeah. Rotten apples, yeah, in the bunch. <laughs> um, but, you know, the players obviously like to play here. Jed's supposedly got a plan. Um you tell that to the players, you give them a, a good contract that they think is fair, they'll be here. Um, yeah. You know, they may have to overpay, uh, and if the front office is willing to do that, then they'll do that if they think the player's right. I don't care how much money the Cubs spend. Mm-hmm. I just want them to get the right players. That's they, a great they point. Could have, they could have a bottom 20, you know, payroll, but if they're winning the World Series, I don't care what the payroll is. Like I Tampa. want good players. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but I want that's good a great players, point. and I and they shouldn't they shouldn't shy away from a big contract. They can afford it, but just get it right. That's all. I, same thing with like the Bears. Just get it right. I that's all I care. There's yeah. good players out there. Get them. It doesn't matter what it costs. Get them. But it it also doesn't matter how much you, they don't have to spend an astro- astronomical amount if they don't need to. Because right. you know obviously spending doesn't equate to winning. We know this in baseball. Look at the Yankees. Look at Texas. Look at Minnesota. Oh, Texas is a prime example. Yep. Uh, I, I mean, look at all the. We, I, I remember us sitting here. You know, me, you, and Greg sitting here when uh, free agency finally opened up after the the lockout, and it was like, holy cow! Like, look at all these players they're signing and millions they're just throwing around, and they're in the bottom of their division. And mm-hmm. who knows? what they're going to do because now now you have all these contracts who you know clearly they're probably not that good um you know going forward but i i mean for me like the thing that's getting me a little excited about the cubs is okay 
honestly, I would be per perfectly okay with moving Wisdom to first base and keeping him there. Granted, he's only hitting like 220, but he still gets on base, and he's he's a good power corner power you know uh, infielder. You keep mm -hmm. Madrigal has been incredible since he's come he's come back. So I don't yep. know if it's was he just really still not feeling it still when he came back you know from his injury last year and then he got hurt again and that you yeah. know messed everything up. Nico Horner has been incredible at shortstop. Do you maybe move him? You know, do you get a shortstop and ask the shortstop to play third base next season that that you could fill that hole then at third? That's something I'm kind of curious about. Granted, I know there's also prospects that we could look at too, but Contreras, you got to figure out what to do with catcher. That's that would be a, a hole to, yeah. to plug. Right field, you got Suzuki. Center field, I really like Morel. Granted, he's not. He's kind of come back down to the mean a little bit. He he's not as. Uh, it's like, you know, he, yeah. that first month he was incredible. And then I think oh, the, yeah. the pitching kind of uh, reacted to him a little Adjusted bit, but to him. yeah, he, he's still a decent player. I think he could be an everyday center fielder. I don't, and, and I mean, he's, he's, he's a decent, you know, either a first, uh, a lead off or like an eight, nine guy once the, the lineup bats around and then in left field, preferably, and I never thought I would say this. I hope they keep Ian Happ and let him play left field for the foreseeable future. So that's shocking. I know someone marked wow. the tape. But I actually said that. I know it's it, it almost pains me a little to say that, but it's it's how I'm feeling right now. So, <laughs> yeah. And, I, and then you look at the starting rotation. The starting rotation looks good. The relief, the bullpen. I mean, the bullpen is is a fluky thing to begin with, but they usually have a decent bullpen for the most part, I feel like, or they can kind of yep. plug in guys in general. So, I mean, realistically, if they get the right guys, uh, they need a third baseman or or they need to move someone to third base. I don't know if that's. Horner, but I, I feel like the more you move Horner, you've already moved him from second. I, I almost feel like just leave him be. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, you talk to free agents, hey, you're a shortstop. Would you mind moving to third? And, I mean, if they yep. do, I mean, it's not it, without precedent. I mean, Cal Ripken did it. Alex Rodriguez did it. It, it happens. You know, I'm yeah. not I'm not equating anyone the Cubs get to Cal Ripken. I, I don't see that. Alex Rodriguez maybe because he's a bum. But, uh, you know, <laughs> I, had to, I had to slide oh. that one in there. Yeah, yeah. I, I think with the if you're looking at the shortstops, Correa, Turner, you could probably move to second because mm -hmm. uh, I think he's playing second right now with the Dodgers. I believe you're right? correct. Yeah, and uh, with they got Danzy Swanson and Xander Bogarts. Uh, Xander has already came out and said that he does not want to move from his position. I think that was kind of one of the things when they got Trevor Story is he did not yeah. want to move, so he's 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 probably off the table unless sure. you're want to move Nico. Mm -hmm. um, Correa probably makes the most sense. Uh, doesn't have a qualifying offer tied to him. Mm -hmm. He pro they, He's already, I guess, you know, I've heard a lot of people talk about how he would profile as a good third baseman down the road. So right. maybe you put him there. Uh, maybe you let him play a couple years at shortstop and then end up moving him there. I don't know. Could be. Um, and Dan, Dan Swanson's the other guy. I don't, I don't know what he would profile as. No, I don't know either. He'd be willing to move. I don't know. Those are the big four big ones. So we'll see. And then with catcher, I don't know how they view the catcher position. If they want somebody to to manage the staff better, mm -hmm. uh, I think we talked about this on the the podcast already. But yeah, you know, uh, a lot of the pitchers come out. And they they say that the you know Kyle Hendricks likes working with Jan Gomes. He's mm -hmm. not the first one. Um, you know, and I know that's been an issue kind of in the past with, you know, Contreras' managing of the the pitching staff it hasn't been the best. Uh, yeah. you know, I don't think anybody has an issue with him personally. No. I just no. think uh, you know, what he you know, when he calls a game it isn't as good as other catchers 
on the roster. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do. They got some holes to fill. Um, they could go out and get, um, you know, if, if they let Ian half walk or they trade him, they could go out and get Aaron Judge. He's going to be available. Oh, I didn't even think about front, that. Frontline starter. So <clears throat> we'll see see about that um they i don't know who's available for pitching i haven't looked at that yet no we'll have to um, we'll have to do another free agency show when the time comes around and, and dive, yep. do a deep dive on that but yeah like i don't know i'm i'm like i've, fi- I've been finding myself watching a lot more cups games lately just because it, they're they're kind of becoming a fun team and you can kind of see where it's going a little bit where yep. the beginning of the season i could not see anything because you still had you know, Hayward playing every day and Schwindel playing every day. And, and second base was like a gaping hole because, you know, Madrigal wasn't here. They were plugging people in left and right. We had the Andrew Alton yeah. Simmons of the world and the Jonathan VRs of the world and, you know, all the above. Gosh. So, um, yeah, which it's, it's, it's hard to think that that's how long ago that was. It's already, uh, it's already that, uh, in the, in the rearview mirror, thank God. But yep. Anyway, um, I don't know. I got, I think that I got nothing else for the Cubs. You got anything else for the Cubs? No, I don't. All right, real quick. I only have uh, I only have two stories here for the uh, for the what am I trying to say for the MLB? Uh, this one we talked about it before the show started. I don't know. I found this hilarious. Maybe I'm a sicko. Uh, the Dodgers television crew uh, was at Milwaukee. They were playing the Brewers, and one of their reporters, I believe, it was a radio reporter. Um, came out and talked about how he wanted to go down Bernie Brewer's slide in Milwaukee, which I believe is called Bernie's Chalet. I did not know it had a proper name. Did you know that? I didn't know that either. No, I just <laughs> thought it was Bernie's Slide. Bernie's Slide. Yeah, leave it. Leave it till the leave it to the Wisconsinites or the Milwaukee Milwaukeeans. Class Milwaukee. it up. It's still a slide. It it's still it's 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 a yellow playground slide. Is what you it call is. Call what you want. It's a slide. But uh, so he was all excited. They filmed him going down the slide. And let me play for you what happened when he went down the slide. So give me a second here. Let me load up this audio. The quality is not the best because I had to use certain means to do it. But here we go. So here is uh, the radio reporter for the Dodgers going down Bernie Brewer's chalet. Holy crap. Right on, Muncie. Oh, no. Okay. First, I want to report that he's okay. He was not okay. Oh, no. <laughs> he was, was not that during okay. during the game? That was during the... Uh, actually, I, I believe they let him go down pr- previously, pre, uh, prior to the game. Okay. Prior to the game. Call, call strike. But they they were calling um so they they were calling the game and then they said oh so and so wanted to go down the slide here's what it looked like when he went down the slide and then they cut back to the game and so uh okay. yeah they that was I think it was was it Max, Max Muncy was up to bat or something like that so um he broke two bones in his right wrist and cracked six ribs when he tumbled and crashed into the padding at the end of the slide uh yeah you, you could hear him screaming holy crap holy crap because uh. You know that that slide's pretty high up, and he was moving pretty it fast. Is. He was so the 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 best part, and if you can find this on the, on on Twitter or YouTube, is you got the broadcasters talking during the game. They cut to this footage of him going down the slide, back to the broadcasters laughing at him because he fell and hurt himself, 
And then he goes, all right, we're going to check in with whatever the reporter's name was. They cut back to the reporter and he's got his arm in a cast and he's trying to do his interview. It was hysterical. I was dying That's laughing. Great. It was. It would have been it better was, if it was uh, Tom Bren- Brenneman doing the uh, call. <laughs> That's in the Castellanos with a deep high fly ball. <laughs> They're going to take my favorite thing in life away. That's a deep fly ball to center field. <laughs> oh, Tom Brenneman is a douche. Uh, I never, yeah. l- I know he, he, something about him too. When he left being a Cubs broadcaster, he was very anti-Cub for some reason. Um, I, I don't know why. I, I don't know what that was all about. But um, the only other thing uh, that I had for the MLB is I, fa- I saw this stat online. I believe it was uh, somebody from CHGO posted this. Did you know, Vinny, Javi Baez is the only player in baseball history with three or more games where he went 0 for 5 with five strikeouts? I did know that because I saw that same stuff okay. today. Okay. <laughs> that is a That is not good. And, and I love Javi. I love I love his, his demeanor. I love his attitude and how he's just trying to have a good time. But, man, when he gets out of rhythm with his uh his swing, like you said, he, he, he uh, popped up a ball that – Hit the bounced. dirt right that bounced Before. and oh, when he starts swinging away, it's it's bad. So yeah, I don't he's know. Not right, right no. now he no. hasn't been really right all season. He had a stretch there where he had a pretty decent week, and that was about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's struggling. I don't know what's he's you know maybe it's the contract trying to live up to the contract Could be. trying to carry carry the tigers because they aren't a good team right now is mm-hmm. he's not the only one no one else is really doing anything on that team either so yeah i that's oh boy that's an ugly stat um but it doesn't really surprise, surprise. me i guess <laughs> I, no yeah, I mean, in- he had a couple five strikeout games with the cubs too i remember we were joking about the platinum sombrero and yeah you know, what, what comes after platinum because there there'd be some times where you'd think if <laughs> double got, platinum i don't know again. yeah <laughs> I, I feel like we need to consult like a record producer what record do you get after uh platinum <laughs> diamond exactly. i don't know yeah uh yeah poor javi i i love him he was obviously i i know it's there's plenty of podcasts with me talking about i wish they would have kept him obviously seeing the way the cubs are going now with horner and then all obviously javi's trajectory too with detroit um, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, they, they, they went separate ways. It, it worked out in the end. So, um, I got nothing else for the MLB. You got anything else? That is it. All right, then let's go to who's hot or, and, and, or who's hot and, or who's not. And now folks, it's time for who's hot. So damn hot. Oh, hot. Because I'm a hot little potato right now. And who's not? I'm afraid that the condition has left me cold. Freezing my royal Rastafarian name is off. This guy sucks. All right. That never gets old. Uh, all right, Vinny, this is your segment. Take it away. Do you want to Pretzel Vince uh, chimed in there? Oh, did he? Oh, I'm in sorry. Pretzel Vince. Uh, oh, thank you, hey, Pretzel Vince. Hey, everybody. An old man's talking. I'm glad you saw that. I had my I had my uh, screen flip back to the Google Doc. Uh, he says double platinum is the next record. So I suppose if, if Javi ever got a 0 for 6 strikeout game, that would be a double platinum strikeout. Oof. Oof. Yikes. He, hey, you know what, though? He's still he, Those checks are still cashing. That's all that matters, right? 
They sure are, and yeah, <laughs> I, I wouldn't be up too upset about it if I were him. No, neither would I. Neither would I. But okay, uh, Justin. Yeah, what do you got for me this week? Hot or not? Not hot and or not. Um, <laughs> hot or not? Who for the White Sox was hot this past week? Hint: uh, He plays in the infield. Oh, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna channel my inner uh, Greg here, and I'm gonna go with his guy Jose Abreu. That is correct. Jose Abreu is hot this week. He's slashing 480, 517, 480, 997 OPS, one RBI, a walk rate of 10.3, and a strikeout rate of 17.2, a bat pip of 571, and a weighted runs created plus of 187. Who wow. was not hot this week? And again, he plays on the infield. Mm. All right. Nobody I likes him. Nobody likes him, or who like? Are well, they do- I shouldn't say nobody likes him. I should say that his replacement's probably coming. Oh, all right. Well, if his replacement is coming, then I'm going to say Josh Harrison at second base. That is correct. Good job, Josh Thank Harrison you. was not hot, although his stats weren't awful. He was he uh, slashed two ninety six, three twenty one. Uh, slug 296 for 617 OPS, one RBI, 3.6 walk percent, 10.7 strikeout uh, rate, BAPIP of 333, and a weighted runs created plus of 80. So not good, but I mean, yeah. it's not atrocious. We've seen worse on the podcast. So <laughs> yes. that's true. We have seen much worse. That so. is hot or not for the White Sox. Now, Justin, who yes. was hot this week? All right, for the Cubs, I got to go with my guy, Fran Mil Reyes. That is correct. All right, three for three. Yes. Look at that. The, the Franimal. You are on fire right now, just like last week. Uh, you know, what can I say? It's a gift. The the Franimal <laughs> was on fire, as you previously alluded to. He slashed 364, 364, 864 slugging for 1.228 OPS. I don't know if there's been a Cub with a 1,000 OPS in a week this year. I was trying to – it's been a while. Yeah. Uh, a lot of eight eight nine hundreds, but they haven't had a good power hitter um, most of the season. Maybe say at the beginning of the year. Right, um, right. He had two home runs, four RBIs, zero walk uh, rate, and a 22.7 strikeout rate, a bat pip of 400, and a weighted runs created plus of 234. Justin, who was not hot this week? All right. Uh, I'm going to go with my gut because I believe he was also not. He was who's not last week. I believe it was Seiya Suzuki again. I want I love him, but he's not doing well. He's not doing well. Yeah, he's not. He's he got worse this uh past week. He slashed one sixty, two fifty uh on base percentage, two hundred uh slugging for a four fifty OPS, three RBIs, a walk rate of ten point seven percent, so that's pretty decent, and a strikeout rate of twenty five percent. Not good. Bapip of 222 and a weighted runs created plus of 31. Not good for poor Seiya. No, and uh, Glucose chimes in the chat. He says, glad friend meal is still in the MLB. He's such a huge dude and can mash homers. Yes, he is yes. raking right now for the Cubs, so good for and big him. big guys in baseball are always fun, too. Yeah, give just, me... Just makes baseball You know, give fun. me a John Cruck, a Mo Vaughn, a... Uh, I don't know who else.
else is another Rowdy Telez. Rowdy Telez. Did you see Rowdy Telez almost like murdered a child the other day by trying to catch a ball in fall territory? He landed oh, right God. on top of him. Oh, God. <laughs> and then the kid turns around after he walks away and the kid's like, yeah, like he was so pumped that he almost got crushed by Rowdy Telez. Well, I mean, but I mean, yeah. hey, you know, badge of courage, badge of honor, I guess. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You all had a, a famous player fall on him. Do you have a famous player? Fall no, I have, I have not had a famous. No, play. no, <laughs> no, I have not. OK, Justin, <laughs> do you want to t- continue your winning streak here and see Ooh. if you can get hot or not for the MLB? I'm all right. Say, y- I'm going to no. say no, but you give me give me at least a team, maybe. Uh, all right, let's do you, it. This one, I, this guy I've never heard of. So. <laughs> Not, it's not gonna oh, be good. Oh good. I love my chances, yeah. And he plays for Kansas City. <laughs> oh god. That's like the armpit of the MLB right now. Right? Um, oh man, that are the A's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at least the A's have cool uniforms. I don't know. Um I have no clue. You're gonna have to give this one to me. I have no I don't even, I barely know anybody that plays for the Royals. Vinny Pasquantino. Uh, oh yeah. I've, I feel like I, I feel like I want to do like a New York accent here, but I'm not going to do that. So oh, you should. <laughs> no, uh, no, that's good. It's okay. He, he slashed 500, 565, 1,000 for an OPS of 1.565, three home runs, five RBIs, 13 uh, percent walk rate, and 8.7 percent strikeout rate. A bad pip of 467, and a weighted runs created plus of 338. Now, Justin. Yes. Who was not hot this week? This guy plays on Cincinnati. Uh, Joey Votto. Good. All right. Sweet. Joey Votto was not hot, and now he's also injured. He's injured now, yeah. Season-ending injury. Which, Um, if I played for the Reds, I'd be begging for a season-ending injury, too. (laughs) (laughs) And now he's got more time to be on Twitter Twitter. and everything. Joey Votto slashed zero... 45 zero for an OPS of 45, a walk rate of 4.5% and a strikeout rate of 22.7%, a bat pip of zero and a weighted runs created plus of minus 96. Not mm. good for no, poor not Joey good at Votto. all. Not good at all. Uh, but now he doesn't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah, he collect a paycheck and relax. You yeah, know exactly. But, all right, well. Uh, the Bears are playing tonight, and we still have some interesting updates to the Ro- Roquan Smith uh, debacle. So let's get to some Bears talk. Manures of the Midway, <laughs> where the guys talk the pile of horse crap that is the Chicago Bears. I mean, when you consider the other choices, manure is actually pretty refreshing. <laughs> I love that episode. All right. Um, first of all, Vinny, I believe you added this. Do you want to discuss? Uh... The, the latest uh, update in the Roquan Smith saga? Because I feel like that's what it is at this point. Yeah. Um, so Roquan Smith, over after we got done talking about it, he requested the trade on Instagram or yep. on social media. Um, it, during the past week since we last spoke, uh, someone had been calling around the NFL to teams <laughs> by the name of St. Omni and trying to orchestrate trades on behalf of Roquan Smith. First of all, players can't do that. They right. can I think they can see if maybe a, they can go out and maybe find a team that's interested, but they can't orchestrate trades and you also can't do that if you're not a registered NFL agent. Bingo. Since uh Roquan Smith does not have an agent, this uh Mr. St. Omni or Mrs. St. Omni or Miss 
St. Omni, uh, was calling around uh, illegally, and the NFL actually had to step in and uh, send out a, a notice to teams <laughs> saying, do not take calls from this person because they are not a registered agent. Well, um, yeah, and, and, and supposedly, too, like, the Bears, I heard, did not give him permission to seek his own trade, so no, he violated he that, just, too. Right. Yeah. 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 And, that, and yeah, that that was kind of what I meant. Uh, yeah. What about when, needing? Yeah. Yeah. That they you oh can't do God. that unless you have approval. But yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> I I at this point I'm like you know what Bears trade him like this guy. It, there's a couple. This guy's just gonna be a problem down going, the road if they sign him. Yeah. Too. I. I mean the the problem is like I don't know. I mean like I've always assumed or thought he was a pretty good middle linebacker but like everyone on you know that i read uh read about online and listen to the radio they're talking about like middle linebackers aren't really necessarily valued as much at this moment so yeah. the fact that he wants a hundred million dollar deal is kind of tough because does he you know is he trying he's trying to set the market i would imagine for middle linebackers yep. but um I, yeah i don't know this, this whole saint omni thing gets really weird and you know and then supposedly dallas is, is interested now so I don't know what you could get from Dallas. Um, I, I do you just try and take? I'm assuming you just try and take picks, right? Like I don't think you're. Are you? Bring, or I don't know if you're bringing a player back in a trade. But yeah, I mean, yeah, whatever, whatever's best. Again, do what's best. I, <laughs> I don't I will, care. Just do what's best. I I was I, kind of impressed with like, and I don't like Bears management usually at all, but I was kind of impressed that Ryan Poles came out like and got ahead of this too, because if it was uh, yeah. our if it was our buddy Ryan. Uh, What's what's Ryan? Who's our former Ryan GM? Pace. Right. If it was Ryan Pace, he'd be hiding, you know, in the corner, not wanting to talk to anyone. So I at least give him that. But uh, uh, Pretzel Vince in the chat says Saint Omni has also represent represented in quotes two other players, and it did not turn out good for those two players. So um, I don't know. I I I thought I saw a picture of Saint Omni, and it was uh, it looked really like Roquan, except he had glasses and like a Groucho Marx, um, you know, I mask thought it was on. Tim Anderson. <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> so <laughs> he's calling from the airports. <laughs> he's calling from the airports. Yeah, and then it gets even weirder. Now Matt Forte has you know uh, shared his thoughts. He said the Bears are definitely cheap. They give guys a hard time. I I don't, I don't know. know. I go means. back and I I don't I, a I don't know what it means. Like you said, in B, do I sometimes think Bears management is cheap? Yes. Do I like Bears management? No. Do I like Bears ownership? Hell no. Um, but then you look at some of the contracts they shelled out, like for Khalil Mack and Julius Peppers and, you know, um, I'm drawing a blank now just because I'm not as deep in the Bears history a, as you guys are. But I don't believe I, I hate this, this adage, this belief that Bears management is cheap. Ownership is cheap. I, I know that I've had arguments with Pretzel Vince on this. <laughs> They're not cheap. That that's an old mantra that the Bears are cheap. Uh, they're not anymore. They built a brand new facility uh, at, at was Lake Forest. Yeah, where they're at, at Hallis Hall. The, the, yeah, Hallis Hall's brand new facility, brand new training facility. They they hire and fire coaches at will. And, <laughs> Unfortunately, you know, they, yeah. <laughs> you know they they don't get that right. I mean they don't they're not good. But no. they're, they're not cheap anymore. And when players are calling management cheap, I don't, I don't get that. There's a salary cap. This isn't baseball. Yeah. 
where you have on you know you pre- you have a franchise tax that's a pseudo yeah you know, a ceiling but they have a salary cap and a floor that they have to spend the money right so th- saying they're cheap i don't get that they give guys a hard time i because what they signed a big contract they maybe rag on you a bit for that for having money sure. I, I guess i i don't know um you know what do you expect from an owner that you know probably drives a, a station wagon um <laughs> You know the the family uh, <laughs> the family truckster yeah the fam- the the queen family truckster still from the eighties um, you know I okay they they give guys a hard time I'd be curious to know more about that yeah I I don't get that um, paying Roquan at this point I like I said this whole thing is really weird uh, the same yeah. thing you know him want you know the Bears thinking talks are progressing and then Roquan trying to flex. And say, well, you know, they're not meeting my demands, so I, I'm requesting I want a trade. trade. Like, what? Yeah. So, yeah. And, and who's to say at this point he signs a big contract three years into the, you know, five, six year deal, he wants more money. He's going to yeah. sit out and pull crap again like this? Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you know, he's going to pull a Le'Veon Bell. Just, it's not worth it, man. Send Thanks for your road. time. Good riddance, you know. Yeah, let someone let him be someone else's problem if you can get by without him. So yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I know it creates a hole because you know he's a, he is a good player, but sure. You know, for, for Ryan Poles' sake, do you really want that headache? You know, thinking well, okay, I pay him what he wants. Now the next time he wants you know more money, he's just gonna he's gonna pull some weird. Yeah. You don't know what he's gonna pull. <laughs> Let's no, put it well, that and way. that's that's the thing. It's, it's an unknown entity in general between the agent and and what he's going to do. And yeah, it's it's just a weird, really like. And and I totally get like I think last week or two weeks ago, like I totally get your contract is not guaranteed in the NFL when you're close to a new contract. I get guys wanting to hold out a little bit and kind of move the contract talks up just in case they ever get hurt and they miss out on their one solid payday. I get that. Mm -hmm. But like, like you said, he's going to get this payday. Is there a chance that in two or three years when the market has reevaluated middle linebackers, he's like, no, 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 that's not good anymore. I want this again. And then it's like, all right, well, you, you got your big deal. Like we're we're done playing this game now. You know what I mean? So I don't know. And And then it was weird. Colin Coward, weighed in saying the bears need to pay up and this is your Steph Curry moment. Don't be, be the golden state warriors. Don't be the bears. Like, I don't even know where that, I I, I heard that today. And I'm like, I don't even know what he, what he's talking about. Like I I, I get the idea of like trying to compare the golden state warriors to the bears. Like I, I don't know. Steph Curry is like a a hall of famer in my book. Roquan is a, a decent middle linebacker. I don't know how they're comparable, you know, but I mean, yeah, I don't know how you compare the Warriors to the Bears. One is a successful franchise at this point, and one's yeah, not a joke. Yeah, it, Colin Cowherd's an idiot, anyways. Yeah, well, yeah, I, w- I would agree with that too. But so, uh, on a positive note, the Bears are winning their second preseason game, twenty-seven to three. Granted, it's against the Seattle Seahawks, who are going to be pretty bad this year as well. W- wait a minute, I've been told the Bears are going to be the worst team in the league. So, so maybe they'll be second worst. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't saw know that somebody somebody on ESPN reported that uh, yeah. today that they said, oh, the, the Bears are going to be the worst team in the division because they got Matt Eberflus and didn't help Justin Fields out at all. It's like, mm-hmm. I again, another another thing I'm just sick and tired of hearing about is how, you know how bad it, the Bears are going to be. At this I, point, 
like if they're somewhat competitive for the first two or three quarters, great. You know, I'm not. Yeah. I have low expectations, and and I mean, I have permanent they're low expectations. The division, Justin, come on. Yeah, now. okay, Vinny. Believe. <laughs> I think there's a better chance of Detroit. No, Detroit's <laughs> gonna win the division before the Bears do. Uh Oh, well, I don't know. On. That's that, I don't know. I don't think about Detroit. that. Yeah, they're better I don't than Detroit. Get how people are putting Detroit no, no, no. The I Bears. know. No, no, not when they got Jason Goff as quarterback. Anyway, uh, not Jason Goff. Yeah, Jason Goff. No, no. Who's Jared Goff? Jared Jason Goff. Goff's Jason a, Goff's. Uh, he, he used Chicago to Chicago uh, Bulls uh, pregame. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. You know, good on the Bears for winning. I, it's preseason. Does it really matter? Who knows? But um, they, I heard Tevin Jenkins looked decent. That whole story. Who knows That's what's good. gonna happen there? But uh, we shall see. Um, you got any other Bears uh, tidbits you want to share? That's it. That's it. All right. Well, it's time for some whatever. Now it's time for whatever. 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 Whatever you want. Whatever I want. Whatever, dude. Irrelevant. Whatever, dude. All right, we are ready. Vinny, would you like to take over whatever again? You did pretty good last week. Sure, I'll take over. All right, take Welcome it over, Vinny. To, oh, I, I can't do Greg's thing. Greg's um, baseball and, wait, whatever, baseball, baseball and whatever. whatever. Yeah. He, he's just uh, got this gravitas that he brings to yeah, the show, you know? Yeah. Welcome to whatever, the section that we're, <laughs> where we talk about anything that we decide to talk about. This week, we are talking about... Top five women in music, I guess, would be the right term. It be could be a woman that's in a band. It could be a single uh, artist. Uh, it could be just a woman that plays an interest, instrument sure. in uh, music. So m- women in music. So, okay, since it's just us two, Justin... Do you yes. want to go first, or do you need to tinker with your lineup? No, a no, bit my more? my list is done. Uh, I I finalized it earlier. Actually, no, I just finalized it about thirty seconds ago. But uh, it is <laughs> it is finalized because I realized I had one I forgot to add, so that just bumped everyone down one. But that's okay. Uh, all right, so my number five. Um, I believe this band is still around, but they haven't really had any. I don't I, any hits um, since. Gosh, I want to say like maybe 2000, 2001, something like that is. Um, and that is the lead singer of the band Garbage, Shirley Manson. Oh. Do you... So, yeah. So, okay. I, I am a huge fan of Garbage. Um... <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 going to be the quote for this week. Yeah. I am a huge fan of Garbage. Uh, the band, let me preface that by um, their albums, their music. Uh, I used to love playing it on the drums. Um, and Shirley Manson's just got, she's got an awesome sound to her voice. Um, she just, she rocks for a band that's, uh, you know, front person is a woman and then it's three guys behind her playing, you know, drums, bass, and electric guitar. Uh, mm-hmm. she commands it. She's awesome. She's got a great, like, um, not demeanor, but like great, uh, presence. Uh, when I mm-hmm. watch some of the live performances and stuff on YouTube, but, uh, yeah, they're a band. I, I wish, you know, I don't know what they're up to, um, lately but i would i would love to hear a new a new garbage album with her uh still front frontlining the band but uh, yeah that's my number five shirley manson of garbage nice okay i i remember the band garbage i f- didn't they have a song on uh big daddy yes the they soundtrack? did 
Yes, okay. they did. It was uh, it was a cover of "When I Grow Up." Yes, great, okay. I, a great, uh, great version too. It was good, a good song. Good, I remember that. Yep, very good. I'm gonna very have good. to. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I totally forgot about that band. I remembered that because one of my friends growing up on the bus was a big garbage fan and really not, not trash but the band <laughs> uh, um, i'm I'm just picturing uh danny devito as frank from it's always trash, sunny is the trash, trash man <laughs> he just it's all trash around the ring oh <laughs> uh, yeah so uh, there you go that's my number five dire- derailed here um, oh that's a given yeah, we do that almost on every segment. Yes. But my number five, I'm sticking kind of in the rock and roll category, and I'm going with Pat Benatar. Ooh, Love is a Battlefield. Yeah. Uh, hit me with your best shot, Justin. Um, I, I will try. <laughs> I, don't know any, I don't know any other Pat Benatar songs, so I'm sorry. Yeah, but she's got a couple more. I was listening yeah, to her she does. today, but yeah, she, she rocked, and she kind of was the you know first woman I would I I would say in rock and roll, or I guess one of the. I mean, she was definitely the first solo sure. woman in rock and roll that I sure. know of. Um, maybe we had Stevie Nicks and um, oh, Ann Wilson from Heart, um, mm-hmm. you know, that were in rock and roll bands. Although I, I uh, what was uh, Stevie Nicks was what was the band? She uh, was Fleetwood in? Mac. Yes, I, I hardly count them as rock and roll. Um, no, I mean, no, they they that that was another one too that I I had to go back and listen to a bunch of their music because well I won't preface anything I won't spoil anything but yeah I had to I had to do a deep dive on on uh, Fleetwood Mac and and Stevie yeah. Nicks this week so they're good but yeah yeah I, it's, you know I guess classic rock but I mean yeah hardly I don't really consider them rock too much no but. no I don't know what they are but yeah I wouldn't I mean there's some songs but not many yeah no. No. Yeah, but no. they're they're considered classic rock. But yes, yeah. that was my yeah. number five was uh, Pat Benatar. Very nice, good choice. Um, I like that. I like that choice. Uh, all right, my number four. Uh, you just mentioned them uh, a few seconds ago. My number four. This was a band I actually saw in concert. Oh God, probably about a decade ago now in uh, in Tinley Park here on the south side of Chicago, uh, and that is Heart. Uh, Heart is just an incredible band. Uh, when we saw them, uh, about 10 years ago, it was, uh, I might've talked about this before. It was cheap trick was the opener and then heart was the middle act. And then, uh, journey was the, uh, headliner for that, for that concert. And it wasn't journey with, uh, Steve Perry. It was journey with, I can't remember their replacement singer. He was phenomenal. Uh, all the credit in the world to him. But, uh, the takeaway from that concert was that heart was the best performance uh best performers out of that whole thing they were incredible um yeah in in just so many songs that you you realize you've heard so many times Mm -hmm. uh you know i'm dating myself here like on the oldie station or on the classic rock station and then you realize it's like oh that's hard like oh oh you know what i mean and and so for a band like that that it really resonated with me um i mean barracuda is just an incredible song like when that when they started playing the guitar from that like this the the stadium and the the lawn seating went absolutely nuts uh it it was a really it was a really cool experience but yeah like i give them credit i i would imagine uh you know the members of heart have to be i don't know mid 60s late 60s at this point and they were they put on a hell of a show so um you know props to them but uh, yeah that's my number four is nice heart heart yes that's a good one. Um, Thank you. Yeah, they made they made my honorable mention. Um, okay. But yeah, Barracuda is a great song. Mm-hmm. 
My number four um, great 90s uh, singer is mm-hmm. Cheryl Crow. Ooh, good choice. Yep. Good choice. I mean, most of her songs, I immediately think of my childhood growing up 90s. All, all I want to do, soak up the oh, sun. Yep. If it makes you happy. I mean, great every day song. is a winding road. I mean, they're all really good. And then, yeah. you know, was it um, – she also did the themes that are, I guess – theme song to uh the cars movie and my son was like really into those oh i like, didn't know that that's like pretty cool three. yeah she did the, wow. the theme theme song to that real gone it's okay. kind of like a rocky it's a it's a good song it's kind of got like a rock good yeah rock tune to it um so yeah cheryl crow she's really good love a lot of her music so yeah number four for me well Vinny, i am so glad that was your number four because cheryl crow was my number three Look at that. Look at that. Yeah, like like you said, um I I'm more partial to the 90s Cheryl Crow. Uh once she did like Soak Up the Sun, I kind of lost interest a little bit. And then same thing with Didn't she do a song with Kid Rock and Uncle Cracker too, I think? I feel like she did. Was Maybe I'm thinking that, uh, was that her? I, I think I know the slow song you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's a slower one. And and after that I'm just kinda like, eh and, and to be honest, I, I don't know what she's been up to. Like I haven't I haven't I think heard she any did do that song. Did she? Okay. With Kid so, Rock, yeah. Yeah, which I mean I know I know some people really liked it. I, I'm not a Kid Rock fan, but um so that kind of turned me off of, of the of her songs for a little bit. And she kinda it, I feel like her stuff in the nineties was not not necessarily heavier, but a little bit more rockier, where her stuff in like the two thousands was much more like a little bit poppier, if that makes sense. I'll be yeah, which is fine. But I definitely like the rockier stuff. But yeah, like all I wanna do I think is probably my favorite uh Show Crow song. Uh only uh not only when it rains. That's um (laughs) that's a garbage song. Uh (laughs) 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 I'm losing I'm losing my train of thought here. Um uh, if it makes you happy, like you said, great song. Um, uh, a change would do you good. Also, great music video. Andy Dick is in that music video uh, for some reason, as is um, Jeff Garland and um, oh, wow. Pat Hughes. Pat. There's a, Pat, <laughs> there's a couple, of Pat or John Garland Jeff doing Garland Pat, doing Pat Hughes. Jeff Garland, yeah. Is that he who actually, you said? Jeff Garland was in that. Jeff Garland, yeah. He, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He actually he got kicked off the Goldbergs. Did you know that? He did. He's not. Yeah, yeah he's not on the Goldbergs anymore. Um, but yeah, so like she she was awesome. Um, I felt so bad when uh, Lance Armstrong turned out to be a major tool, and I think like she helped take care of him when he had cancer, and then he bailed on yeah. her after he got he went into remission. Well, he he sounds like he's just a tool in general, but uh, oh yeah. But yeah, uh, no, that's my number three, Sheryl Crow. Um. Yeah, she's just an awesome, awesome guitarist, um, great, great lyricist, and uh, yeah, that's my number three. Nice. Well, my number three is kind of staying, well, I guess it, probably more 80s, I guess, uh, okay. but it's Whitney Houston. Wow. Um, I want to dance with somebody. That. I love that song. Her cover, um, you know, how I'm a big Steve Winwood fan, but her <laughs> yes, cover <you> of... <laughs> Higher Love is great. I really like that. Um, second to the original. Yes. Uh, and I Will Always Love You is just like one of those classic songs that, yes, I I would, tr- when I'm alone, I will try to sing that song. <laughs> um, yes. So Whitney Houston, great, I, great vocal I, talent. Great oh, yeah. Songs. I did, I will be honest. I never had you pegged as a Whitney Houston fan. That's kind of interesting. Pretty yeah. cool. 
Well, to to give some history on why I like that uh, song, yes. I Will Always Love You, is that was uh, we would always go to my grandparents' house on Sunday nights and um, – my uh my grandparents had a dog and they would play that song and the dog would sing along to it whenever she would hit the high notes Mm -hmm. the dog would howl during the high notes and try to like it would match the pitch to it wow yeah it's just something i always remember so yes i yep i have a near and dear place for that song in my heart so very cool well also uh your buddy zach chimes in he says he loves the podcast waiting for his pepperoni pizza hope they don't mess up again can always oh, count on yep. Zach to, to 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 stop in bring and, up uh, the sausage pizza. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, hey, you know it's Chicago. Well, he's is he in Chicago? I don't know if no, he's in Chicago. He's not. No. Oh, then no, I don't he's know. Up in Wisconsin. Oh well, I don't know what's okay. All right. Well, <laughs> I don't know where I was going with this, but anyway, uh, my number two um, don't necessarily love the solo career so much of this particular singer. But I love her band. I uh, saw her band in concert. That is Gwen Stefani of No Doubt. Okay, nice. I uh, I love No Doubt. I have pff, most of their albums, I would imagine. Saw them in concert. They put on a heck of a show. Um, yeah, like I, I love like that bordering of like the punk and ska that kind of had mm-hmm. going in the early 90s. Um, all the way up until like the early 2000s. They had, was it Hella, Hella Good was... That song kind of got old pretty quick, but uh, that was a fun song. Yeah, like it kind of bummed me out. She went and did her own thing for a while, and some of her solo album stuff like uh, wasn't too bad. It was it was interesting. And then like I think she just does the voice now. I think right, and she's married to some country singer. And Uh, yeah, he's on the voice. He's on the voice too. So. I don't know, like, it also really bummed me out when I was looking these, you know, these singers up. Like, she's, like, I remember her, you know, growing up, she was probably in her late 20s when I started listening to No Doubt. Mm-hmm. And now she's, like, in her early 50s, I think. Yeah. Late 40s. Like, that's, it's really depressing for me that I'm old. This keeps happening, Justin. Vinny. We're old. Well, with every year. We every get year we get older. a little bit older and a little bit older. Yeah. 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 Um, but no, I, I, I am hoping and praying out of all the singers and bands I've talked about so far, no doubt is one. I wish they would get back together and release another album. Um, I also was kind of a fan of her ex-husband's band Bush. And then he kind of did her wrong too. And then I kind of, I kind of fell off the Bush bandwagon cause he seemed like kind of a jerk too. So, um, yeah, Gwen Stefani, uh, great singer, great leader of a band. And uh, you, you can't go wrong, Hollaback Girl. I still love that song. I will belt that song out in this in the car from by myself. So nice. Yeah. You also sing to to songs too in the car. By yourself. I do. Just I do. Like, I got to make sure no one's I, looking I, at me uh, from side <laughs> to side. You know. But uh, put put your hand up over your mouth. So yeah, you yeah. I just go. But if you think about it, if 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 your windows are rolled up. They probably think that maybe you're talking on the phone. I'm talking on the phone. Like closing your eyes and really getting into it. I hope I'm not closing my eyes. You know, it could be worse. <laughs> they could either see me singing or seeing me like scratch my nose like Seinfeld and thinking it was yep. a pick. You know, I pick. mean, it's yeah. it's it's scratch, one or the other. Pick. Yes, it was all on the outside. I swear. Uh, so, <laughs> Gwen Stefani of No Doubt is my number two. Good, good one. I I see a like a a trend. A trend. In your, yeah. Yeah. Kind of like there. that. I like, don't know where number one's going to go, but. 90s rock, um, you know, rock. Uh, minus Heart. Heart kind of is the outlier there, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. So there you go. 
All right, good, good one. Um, my number two um, is not in the '90s rock era, it, but it is a great singer, and she was teased on um, with Stranger Things this past season. I could oh. not have disagreed with the song or their stating as the voice of an angel, but it is none other than Ella Fitzgerald. Oh, I did not expect. Okay, I thought you, you were going. That one. You I, I didn't expect Kate Elvis. <laughs> I thought you were saying Kate Bush. I'm like, I honestly don't know any Kate Bush songs besides Running Up That Hill. No, so. Yeah, I, I don't know either. <laughs> no, it is Ella Fitzgerald. She is great. Her voice is definitely that of an angel. Uh, the work she does with Louis Armstrong, which mm-hmm. is one of the reasons why I wanted to play trumpet. Um, that and I couldn't play the saxophone. Um, but she she is phenomenal. Love pretty much any song that she puts out. Um, I like it. I have it on my uh, Spotify playlist somewhere. It is Ella Fitzgerald. I I can't say enough about her. Um, that. She's just great. So awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Time for number ones, right? Yep. Should All we right. do uh do you want to go yeah. to the the uh the the, the write ins, I the guess? Write ins. Yeah, we had quite a few. Let me uh let me pull up oh I accidentally closed my Google Drive account here. Hold well, on here. I will start you start here. us off. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh Brian wrote in on Facebook. He said Gwen Stefani, Alicia Keys, and Pink. Those are all good ones. Pink Pink is one that I really liked, uh, like in like middle school, I kind of got into like listening to like the pop music more and I really mm-hmm. liked Pink. She had some good Pink's songs. Pink's really good. I, yeah. she was on my honorable mention, almost made, almost made number five, but yeah, she's, she's good. She's got a yeah. lot of good songs that are kind of fun. I guess uh-huh. you'd say. Yeah, I, I can definitely be, I'm definitely okay with that. Uh, Dr. Mantis wrote in number five, Rihanna, number four, Adele. Adele is a good one. I didn't even think about that. Number three, Lady Gaga, number two, Avril Lavigne, uh, skater boy. And number one, just like you, Vinny, uh, big fan of Whitney Houston. Very cool. Yeah. Very I, cool. I don't, was it? Um, oh, thank you. Pretzel Vince for the, the good choice on the Ella Fitzgerald. Thank you. I thought he might like uh, that one. Yeah. Um, yeah the the adele i i think adele's good but my problem with adele is she's overplayed and that makes me dislike her i can i I can totally understand that her songs are very good but they're overplayed so much i just end up hating the songs so much didn't she do a bond song i feel like greg is screaming into his microphone right now she might have i don't know let me look I, I, I feel know. like I'm getting – I can feel Greg's eyes staring at me right now whenever I bring up right, Bond. It's burning right through you. Bond um, and Adele. She did. She did uh, Skyfall. Okay. So there you go. Yeah. I don't know if Skyfall is a good Bond movie, but uh, – um, I, th- I think that was yeah, – I, I didn't mind it. I also fell asleep during it. So Is that is that um, the one that's got Boris in like the, the radar dish that they fight on top of and stuff? Justin. <laughs> I'm just Justin. trying to piss Greg off. Sorry. Justin, no, stop getting <laughs> Oh, uh, perfect no. timing. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. So. Skyfall had Sean Connery in it. Oh, okay. See, I thought I thought it had uh, old Sean Connery. Old Sean no. Connery. Okay. Yeah. Obviously, it wasn't young Sean Connery because Odell wasn't alive then. Now that is that is that also impressive. the one where Q and Money Penny fight or something? I can't remember. All right, fair enough. Let's move on. You're going to kill Greg. Greg is having Um, a heart attack right now. Yep. Jaybird writes in uh, on the text line, Shania Twain, T. Swift, uh, Avril Lavigne, uh, Eva. Oh, Evanescence. Wow. Evanescence. I haven't haven't heard about them in a long time. 
and Lady Gaga. I don't remember what songs Evanescence did. Um, they had they were like a rock band in the early two thousands. Uh, okay, let, let me see Evanescence song. Oh, um, Bring Me to Life. Do you remember that? Yeah. My Immortal. I remember that one I'm too. I'm sure if I heard them, I'd recognize them. But those song, those names don't. 2003 was their was when they had their big hits. It looks like. Okay. And yeah. I mean they've had albums since. That. But all right. Uh, let me see. Who do we got here? Pretzel Vince writes in. And hey everybody, an old man's talking. He says Dion or Diane Crawl. Diana uh, Crawl. Diana Crawl. Sorry, Carrie Underwood, Jesse J, Candy Dulfer, Laura ne- Nero. And Stevie Nicks. I only know two of those. Three of those are like jazz musicians. Okay, that's understandable then. That yep. is understandable then. Very cool. I'm always I'm always down for some jazz, so I can I can I can get on board with that. Yep. All uh, right. Lynn writes in Carrie Underwood, Miranda Lambert, Taylor Swift, Loretta Lynn, Lynn Anderson, Aretha Franklin. Celine Dion, Karen Carpenter, and Kelly Clarkson. Oh, uh, yeah, Karen Carpenter of the Carpenters. I I yep. know their their Christmas song. That's about all I know by them. But um, <laughs> uh, the the other one she brought up, Celine Dion. I will admit, I would get so angry uh, at Celine Dion as a kid because I just remember uh, I got really into like VH1's Top Ten Countdown along with TRL. And I mm-hmm. swear to God, that Celine Dion song from the Titanic, Titanic. see, now we've come full circle, yes. was like number one for like a year and a half straight. And I'm like, I hate this song. I hate this video. Good Lord, give me something else. But she does. Didn't she they does. do like a bunch of clips from the... Yes. It was just like the movie. That's all it was. Yeah. And occasionally her singing. Although I will admit, she has a song, It's All Coming Back to Me, I think. Yeah. It's literally really a song. song. Really yeah. good song. Really good song. She's um, very good. She is. And I want to say she did like a, she do like an, in, not an internship, but whatever you want to call it in Vegas, where like she had a show there for a while, if I'm not mistaken. But oh. um, let's see. Who's next? Is it Greg? Greg, right. It All right. Um, Greg. Okay. Greg says, my favorite female musicians are Avril Lavigne and the multi-talented Anna Kendrick. They are also happen to be my top celebrity crushes. I do know he is a big fan of Anna Kendrick. Okay. Yes. And I think she is she do the song Cups, I believe. Yeah. I think. Okay. And I know she's in um what's those Pitch, Pitch Perfect. Perf- Pitch Perfect. I yeah, have not seen any of those. That's where that song's from. Oh, well there you go. I have not seen any of those movies, so I couldn't tell you. I, I know saw they're... the first one. I was told it was really good. It was okay. I was oh. People oh. it was kind of uh kind of like you, Justin. People built it up and <laughs> it didn't it didn't What, what movie did I build up for you, Vinny? I no, it was just movies oh, that get built up. I get for built you. up, was and then a, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Endgame yeah. was that got built up for you, and you didn't like it as much. You thought Justice League was better. No, it? well, I might have to revisit that one. I think Endgame might be the right choice on that one. I think you I need know. to revisit a lot of your decisions on the Marvel movies. <laughs> I have a lot of decisions in general. I need to revisit. Yes. Um, <laughs> You want to go ahead? Go ahead. You want to do Erica's? Erica writes in, uh, I don't know what order here. No particular order. Missy Elliott, Lady Gaga, Gwen Stefani, Selena Gomez, (laughs) uh, Rihanna, (laughs) honorable mentions, Avril, I'm guessing, is that Avril Levine? Levine, yes. Okay. Pop Taylor Swift, Hannah Montana. And I, and I love that she wrote, yes, I know she's just a character, but she had some bops. I don't know. Never... How old is she? <laughs> I've never. Bops? <laughs> I 
feel like wow. I feel like like oh man, we're gonna we're gonna go to the club and listen. Oh man, those songs are popping. You know, I don't know, but yeah, that's what something old people say. Well, oh, back in my day, that song bopped. It was <laughs> Hannah. She is a big Hannah Montana fan. I have heard it blasting. I, you yes. know, when she's cleaning before. So uh, I usually yeah. wear headphones when I clean, but she likes to just blast it out loud. So. No. Not not necessarily conducive to the rest of the family in the home, but uh, no. you know what are you gonna do? No. So, uh, Laura writes in and said, "Haley Williams is my girl." Extra emphasis on the extra U's and R's and L's there. Haley Williams of Paramore, uh, good good uh, good choice. Paramore is a good band. Misery Business, I still I will always love that song. Uh, that was probably 2007, 2008, roughly around there. Um, yeah, and I know, I want to say Laura is also a big Gaga fan. I'm, I'm surprised she didn't add that, but uh, there you go. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Zach writes in Dr. Condom, uh, the Lunachicks, the Bomb Bomb Pops. Pops. Yep. Yeah, wow, I'm having trouble reading here. <laughs> Libby from the Bridge City Sinners, Escape from the Zoo, and Days and Days. Days, yes. D-A-Y-Z, and Days, D-A-Z-E. <laughs> I, I I feel horrible. Zach always writes in, and he's awesome, and I feel bad. I need to check out some of the music he's recommended because it's not stuff I'm familiar with. And I'll be honest, with a band name like the Luna Chicks and a band name like the Bomb Pops, like I'm already sold. I, I need to check yeah. out and find out what those are. So, I know what I'm listening to tomorrow. Yes. I will, they, Don't they delete will be on, those because I'll, no, I'll have to listen we, to them. We will leave, I will leave this open. Uh, Kevin writes in, and he said Pat Benatar. And then nice. – you want to take uh take our third I'll co-host? Take, yes, Greg writes in five Carly. Uh, oh, Carly he, Simon. This is in order. Yeah, I was like, oh man, Carly. I Jeez. thought Carly Simon was a band name. Okay, <laughs> five Carly Simon for nobody does it better alone. Uh, pretty much Roger Moore's theme. Oh, song. there oh, we go. I knew there was a Bond yes. thing going there. Four Kristen Molinato from Pentatonics. Pena, Pena, Pentatonics. I know. I want to pen- say they're like the uh, acapella, acapella Christmas group, or or just yep. group in general. Acapella group in general. The Boner Champ in that one. <laughs> yes. Uh, Greg. There comes trouble, on, class of '93. Right. She's uh, ten times better singer than those other fools. Number three, Karen Carpenter. Wow. Um, I did not see that one coming at all. No. Number two, Avril Lavigne. Uh, and number one, Michelle Branch. She was uh, just arrested, too, for slapping the shit out of her cheating husband from the Black Keys. Good for her, Michelle Branch. Yeah, that, I, I saw that. that. Scary Spice? No, no. Michelle Branch was a guitarist. Uh, she had a song with Santana when Santana was releasing songs with other uh, popular singers like um, Rob Thomas and all that. I think it was called The Game of Love. And then... She did her own thing, and I want to say she was in a duo band called The Wreckers, I believe, for a while. She's a really good guitarist, but yes, I, I did see that. I did not. I, I really liked the Black Keys, and then I saw that um, the one, the guy from one of the Black Keys was her husband, and he was cheating on her with the nanny. So, um, oh, not shitty good. move, man. Yeah, and yeah. he he's not a good looking dude. So I don't know what he's doing, but uh, yeah. So there you go. Interesting. Uh, Greg's honorable mentions are Haley Williams of Panama, Amy Lee of Evanescence, uh, Shirley Bassey of three. Oh, she did three Bond songs, Goldfinger, Diamonds Are Forever, of course, and uh, ooh, uh, Mr. 
Mr. No? <laughs> Not no. Mr. No. How would you get Mr. No from MR? <laughs> MR, Mr. from Mr. It's Dr. No, first of all. <laughs> MR. I, Greg, I am sorry, but I do not know what MR stands for. I'm drawing a blank on that one. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, what, do we, what do we got here? Yeah, I don't. I don't have one. Um, her Majesty? On. No, not her Majesty. No, it's not know. her Majesty's Secret Service or I think something Moon, like that. Is it Moon? Is it Moonraker? Maybe Moonraker. It's Moonraker. That's what okay. it is. Um, thank you, Justin. Wow, good, good one, Justin. That oh, that's one that was courtesy of Google. Days. That was courtesy oh, okay. of Google. Our <laughs> uh, all-time high and shout out to the Olivia Rodrigo for brutal used uh that song for a couple of cts intros yes for his countdown to the show he uh ah. he liked that olivia rodrigo song so we use that as the intro uh because it wasn't on youtube so i think we were able to get away with that so uh there you go all right good stuff that thank was... you to everybody who wrote in i always yes, love it when we get you. a big response like that so that's nice uh do we do you want to do our number ones or do you want to do our honorable mentions now? um we can do honorable mentions first. Okay. You want me to go first? Go ahead, Justin. All right. Uh, I also had Michelle Branch. Uh, Michelle Branch. Joan Jett. Love Joan okay. Jett. Uh, Stevie Nicks, fan. Uh, Lady Gaga, I'm not the biggest. I, I mean, her music's fine, but I think she's very talented in terms of just every song is just so very different than the other songs. Um, I think I that's like pretty recent stuff her earliest poppy stuff i don't really yeah care for and and i do after you know doing our little episode last week where we talked about tony bennett i think it mm-hmm. is so cool that they have you know toured together granted not doing it now but um yeah i know the fact that she can she kind of makes that connection to older you know generations of musicians and mm-hmm. stuff i thought that was pretty neat um these other two i will admit i'm not a huge fan of their entire catalog maybe just a handful of songs but when they come on the radio watch out uh-oh. Uh, the first one is Paula Abdul. You play some okay. straight up for me. Oh, my God. That song is my jam. <laughs> Other breaking news. Water wet. All right. I love that. Is That is like your quintessential lady, late 80s, early 90s. It might be a 90s yep. song. I honestly don't know. Um, I think it's and then, late 80s. Uh, this other one, I'm kind of surprised nobody mentioned this one because, I mean, most people, if you would have asked people like 20 years ago, they probably would have brought her up. And that is Madonna. Like, there's a couple good Madonna songs mm. I enjoy. That was, Madonna made my honorable mention. Honorable mentions. So. I love, I don't think anyone really cares for the song besides me, but uh, Beautiful Stranger from the Austin Powers 2 soundtrack. That's a good song. It's a great song. That's yeah. a great song. You give me I, that. I, give me some Vogue. Uh, I'm, I'm yeah. there for that. So. Yeah, I, I, you know, I almost had Madonna in my top five. Uh, spoiler okay. alert, she's not my number one. Ah, oh, jeez. Um, but, yeah, I know. But, yeah, I, that one, she got bumped by Whitney Houston. So You know what? Fair tough. enough. I, I, think, uh, I think Madonna had the better catalog of songs, but mm-hmm. I think Whitney Houston is more talented. Um, but. Did you finish your honorable mentions, or did we just? Yes, that was it. Sorry, that was okay. it. Yep. That no, was that's it. fine. I I didn't know if we I cut you off because we kind of got derailed there. We got derailed by Madonna. Madonna. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just oh, keep boy. it going. Keep it going. Yep. Uh, my honorable mention: Stevie Nicks, The Spice Girls, Madonna, Ann Wilson of Heart, uh, Celine Dion, Janet Jackson, Dolly Parton, Aretha Franklin, uh, Monique Powell of Save Ooh. Ferris, uh, Billie Holiday, Miranda Lambert. Pink and Salt and Peppa. 
Nice. I can't believe no oh. one had salt and pepper. No, you know what? Who, another one too that I just I just realized that we hadn't even thought thought about is I really like TLC too when they were in their oh, their glory yeah, days. Totally TLC was pretty TLC. good. And yeah. and I still uh, I haven't seen the movie in a while, but the movie The Other Guys with um, Mark mm-hmm. Wahlberg and Will Ferrell. I love Michael Keaton's uh, character as I believe he's the not police, police chief. chief is the police chief or, like, com- or like, like commissioner or something lieutenant and he, every something time like he's talking he keeps referencing all these tlc songs and i think is it mark Wahlberg or will ferrell's like all right what the hell man like you've never heard of probably TLC? mark Wahlberg. yeah I and feel he's like, like it's mark Wahlberg because he was like the most i feel like he was level-headed like he everything yeah. else was like really weird to him like yeah it was weird to everybody but he was the only one picking up on that stuff in the movie because i want to say like he's michael keaton's like all right you gotta be careful i don't want you creeping around and they're like what he goes yeah you know go chasing him don't go ch- don't go chasing waterfalls and he's like all right shit dude come on i, I know what you're doing he's like what i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> so yeah tlc is another good one but um nice yeah good choices all right good justin choices. All right, so my number one, it's not Shirley Manson, it's not Hart, not Cheryl Crow, not Gwen Stefani. It is Alanis Morissette. Ah, there we go. I, I, uh, another 90s. Another, yeah, you can see a, a very, very strong theme that I'm still trying to break out of. We need to, we need to bring back musical mayhem again to break I me think out of so. that. But, uh, yeah, Alanis Morissette, uh, what more is there to say? Um, you know, even she had a new a new album come out last year or two years ago that wasn't too bad. Um, but you know, going all the way back to "You Ought to Know," we learned that Dave Coulier is obviously an, a horrible boyfriend, apparently, uh, in that song because that su- supposedly is written about him. Uh, uninvited, thank you. Um, you know, there's 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 so many songs. Her her she had a greatest hits album. Uh, I want to say a little while ago, but it was probably like 15 years ago. That was really good um yeah just uh awesome um i also think it's really cool that uh the late taylor hawkins was her drummer and then he left her band to go play for the foo fighters when uh dave Grohl asked him um you know hand in my pockets uh irony mm-hmm. ironic I- ironic is just like i remember listening to that song a ton in grade school like, that was a song everybody played um and kind of a cool video too with the four you know four of her in the car singing and stuff like that so that is my number one, Alanis Morissette, the Canadian uh, rocker herself. Nice. Good one. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Yeah, a lot of good 90s songs in there. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, Justin, do you want to guess my number one? Uh, give me give me a decade. L- at least narrow down a decade for current. me. It's current. Current. This person's current, yeah. Um, hmm. I'm going to go genre? with Billie Eilish. No, I have no, no idea. It, it is, um, yeah, you wouldn't have guessed this either. Country singer? Is it a country singer? No, it's. Oh, uh, thank she's God. A kind of blues, rocky singer. Um, it is mm. none other than Susan Tedeschi. Um, I don't know who that is. Yes, she is. Uh, kind of, <laughs> I'm not surprised, <laughs> Justin. Other breaking news: Water. We we uh, we just got through how my whole list is like 90s, 90s rockers yes. besides Heart and yeah, it's a no 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 shit I didn't know this one yeah yes um but yes she is actually uh she's a blues um, guitarist she kind of you know she, you know I've read that she's kind of got like a buddy guy type oh. of uh, kind of rhythm to her guitar playing but uh, her work in the Tedeschi Trucks band which is. Her and her husband Derek Trucks. I don't know if you that name rings a bell. 
Derek Trucks? No, it does not. You really need to open up <laughs> your, your your listening on my music. my um, yeah, I do. I do. You're you're they're, not wrong. They're really good. Um, yeah, they're just kind of like a bluesy rock band. Uh, I a lot of their songs. If you go on Spotify and just play through their popular songs, they're all really great. One of my favorite songs. They do a collaboration. Uh, the the Dudesky Trucks band does a collaboration with um, Herbie Hancock, not John Hancock, but oh. Herbie Hancock. <laughs> um, and it's Space Captain. Uh, it's okay. phenomenal. She does vocals on the song. It's absolutely phenomenal great song uh the original is great I've, I've, i forgot who does the original one um but yeah space captain by uh susan dudusky Derek trucks and herbie hancock check it out on spotify you won't be disappointed I, you're gonna have to song. you're gonna have to give me a list of like spotify groups to check out I, I feel like i need to get on the spotify bandwagon because the problem is when i drive to work i listen like a combination of the alternative rock station that plays some new alternative rock and then mm-hmm. mostly stuff from the 90s and 2000s or i listen to sports radio and then or a podcast and then mm-hmm. if i'm really jonesing for music i just plug my ipod from 2008 in and it's just all the stuff i've owned for the last 25 years so i'm That's not breaking in i'm not yeah i need to update and get into spotify uh, yeah. Especially, I mean, you don't pay for you don't do the pay version, do you? No, I just do the okay. free one. And yeah, then, that's yeah, that's kind of what I've always stuff like that. Oh yeah, that doesn't bother me because I would do that at work. I'd play music for the kids. I would have like um, a list of music I knew that was safe to to play for them, but I never really like branched out from that. So I'll have to. Yeah, you're gonna have to send me a the list. The thing with Spotify is uh, the Discover Weekly, where they pick Ooh. like random songs and stuff. Like okay. some of them are bad, but usually I can find a couple gems on a weekly basis there's there's been a couple weeks where like two or three weeks and it's like a bunch of gar not the band garbage not the band garbage. garbage uh not 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 stuff i really like or stuff sure. i've heard before i just kind of skip through it but i've i've found some you know new music to listen to but susan tedusky actually found out through my wife uh she's a big Derek trucks fan okay um and so yeah once i i think she knew of susan tedusky through Derek, you know being a fan of Derek trucks um so yeah i i i really like that music you know blues is kind of my go-to music mm-hmm. um so blues and rock mixed together is great um but nice. yes justin I, I recommend listening to that song space captain yeah i'll give i'll definitely give that a listen and i'll definitely give the like the the new stuff you can uh you can experience that that's a that's not bad i need to i need yeah. to branch out i need to get out of the 90s and 2000s it's 2022 yes it is justin <laughs> yes it is Yes, it is. Yes, and you're what? Thirty four years old now. Thirty five. I wish I was thirty five. Sorry, I, you look like you're twenty five. So it's true. Um, I just shaved today know. before the podcast. So hadn't really? shaved all. I hadn't shaved all week. I had. Uh, I had a five o'clock shadow. So after a week, after <laughs> yeah, a full week. There you go. So yes. No. Um. All right. Well. Uh. I. I that got does it. it. I think that does it for whatever. Um, yeah. Thank you to everybody who wrote in. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. If you are listening uh, and you want to text us or write in your favorite uh, uh, female musician or band or group, let us know. We will bring those up again next week. No problem at all with that. Um, what else am I missing? I feel like I'm missing something. Am I missing something, Vinny? I was going to say, should we just do Musical Mayhem for next week? I can pick out the songs right now. Sure. Do you want to announce what they are now? Why or do you want to wait? I already All have right. them up after you said oh, that we man. should do another one. It's like, oh, you know what? Let's just pick that and let's just do it. 
All um, right, give it to me. So, All right, so live on the air, musical mayhem uh, yeah, draft picks. Here we go. Um, so we have here actually, Justin. This is gonna. Well, this probably isn't good for you because it's not branching out too much. <laughs> we have for the five artists. It is Jimmy Buffett, Jimmy oh, Hendrix, God. okay, Nirvana, oh, Neil Young. Which I don't know oh, if Neil Young's not bad. To Neil Young on Spotify. If that's where he. No, to you're music, right. I, I like off of Spotify. Rocking in the free um, world. Yeah, um, and <laughs> that's all I know. Number number five. I don't know who the heck this is. <laughs> well, this is great, but it is Bono Do or Bono Bo. Bono N O B O. It's not Bono. Bono Bo. Bono Bo. Bono Bo. Yeah, I. I have um, no idea who that is. Um, right, well, we're gonna see if they're on. I mean, Neil Young, you can find his music. Oh yeah, there. he can go on YouTube Bonobo, or Apple or I something. Bonobo. Oh no, he is an artist. Oh, this is not going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just picturing your dad listening to Bonobo. <laughs> it's it's yeah. I don't know what kind of music this is going to be. It looks like it's just going to be. It, uh, one of the radio stations he's featured in on Spotify is Chill Vibes. So I might maybe, dig maybe it. Maybe it could be good. Maybe it, could it can't be, good. be any worse than be Tyler in- the Creator. Let's put no, it that it's, way. It's going to be instrumental, I think. So okay, um, it, it could be interesting. Um, but yeah, bon- Bono Bo uh, is Bono number Bo. five. So Jimmy Buffett, Jimi Hendrix, Nirvana, Neil Young, and Bono Bo for musical mayhem next that's, week that's a pretty interesting list i think we should yeah. be able to get some good feedback because that nirvana uh-huh. one's going to be tough to narrow down for me i'm not going to lie Jimi hendrix i there's a there's a really he's good instrument he's got a lot of great songs and he's got a really good instrumental that i love um so i might need to to re- revisit that all right well uh mm-hmm. let's let's kick the whoop that's not the right music oh boy man i Bono yeah. Bo would not be happy with me. Let's try no, this he... again. <laughs> there we go. All right. All right. Let me let me lower this down a little bit. All right. So once again, if you've been listening to the show, thank you so much. We appreciate it. If you want to leave us a comment, you can, again, go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash baseball, whatever. Leave us a comment. We'll read it on the air. You can text us at 1-913-808-3278. That number, again, is 1-913-808-FART. <laughs> Accidentally did that out of order. Sorry, Vinny. You can also tweet us at baseball and what email us baseball and whatever at gmail.com. Make sure to download and subscribe to the podcast. If you're on Apple or Spotify, please leave us a review, five stars preferably. We'd appreciate it. If you're on YouTube, like our stuff, share it, subscribe. That would also help us a ton. We thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back next week with baseball and whatever, and more importantly, the second version of Musical Mayhem with Jimmy Buffett, Jimi Hendrix, Nirvana, Neil Young, and the illustrious Bono Bo. <laughs> All right. On that note, take care, everybody. Have a great weekend, and we will see you. Whoops. We will see you next week. Bye, everybody. See ya.